Hello and welcome to this very late, very last minute episode of You've Got Mail. I was so unsure whether to release one, I'm just going to move because I was like, I don't know if anyone listened to it on Christmas Day, but you guys can listen to it in the week between Christmas and New Year when we have nothing to do. You can take yourself for a walk and I feel like it'll be good. And also, I've been so good with sticking to the routine of like releasing these and if I fuck up now, I'll be so pissed off at myself. But it's Christmas Eve, guys. It is Christmas Eve and it's been a very stressful week, I cannot lie. I'm not going to lie, going straight to the life update. This week has been really hard. I'm struggling to do as much. I have so many exams and deadlines on at the moment, and I'm just finding it really hard to balance everything. Like, it's going okay, but I'm just finding it a lot, just overwhelming, you know? Like, it's okay, I am doing fine, and I think my essays are going well and everything. It's just scary having to, like, having these deadlines come in. Like, I submitted my first deadline, and I honestly felt sick about it. I felt awful about it. But I've just got to remember, I still have loads of time to do it. I still have, like, all of next week and the week after to do my essays. Like, there is still so much time and I just need to, like, take deep breaths. But honestly, coming home has been so much fun since I last spoke to you, which was, oh my God, so long ago. I went to... So, last weekend, I went to Beams, which, if you haven't been yet, it's a really cool venue. So, Printworks got sold. It's getting sold. And it's the new Printworks. It's in... It's near Canary Wharf, um, kind of near Canary, no, maybe it's not really near Canary Wharf. You have to get off at Pontoon Dock, which I didn't even know where that was, but it's like, you can get there on the DLR, which I didn't realise I had to pay extra for. That was horrific. But anyway, oh, if you can hear, we have these like, I don't know, they're like these teddies and stuff, and so many of them sing different Christmas songs, and my sister just decided to play every single one in like a chorus, all of them together, and I was like, now is not the time, now is not the time, but anyway, we went to Beans last weekend, I went with Louie, and it was so much fun, it was such a good event, and it was just nice to have a bit of time off, felt kind of guilty having time off, but it was good to have it, and then the next day, we kind of just chilled out, we went to Brick Lane Market, and then the next day, I was coming home, which was so weird, like, it felt so fast, but I have loved being home, I've spent, like, not gonna lie, guys, I haven't done anything, I have just been studying the entire time whilst I've been here, but I feel like I'm getting on with things, and it's been just nice to spend time with my family, because my dad works from home, my sister's been studying as well, so we've kind of just been seeing a lot of each other, which has actually worked out really well, and I haven't found coming home, like, it's been really, really nice. I feel kind of sad about not being here for longer and the fact that I, like, go back in a week. But I've still got a week here and I'm just glad that, like, I settled in so easily because there's been times before where I've come back and it's taken me a bit of time to settle in. And that kind of, like, wastes time, doesn't it? Because when you're only here for two weeks, you want to be able to feel settled straight away. So I felt really glad that I have been able to feel that, like, kind of being settled straight away. And it's been so nice not to have to do everything. Like, I have loved it. I can't believe it's Christmas Day tomorrow. That's so exciting. I finally did all of my Christmas shopping. I finally sorted everything out today. I did my last minute little bits that I needed to pick up. I got in TK Maxx. I got one of these stick on, like it's meant to be from Apple. It's meant to be 50 quid, but I got it for 16. And it's like a stick on wallet for your phone, like a purse thing. And I was like, this is exactly what I need. And so I got that, which is good. I'm going to go in because my dad wants one. Like this is the thing, TK Maxx where I live. It's so great. It's so great. So I'm going to go back in next year. No, my God, not next year, but next year's not that far away anymore. Um, But yeah, so I did that today. Yesterday, my best friend came round and my boyfriend came round and like we had loads of drinks with my family. We were all kind of like feel like they are so involved with my family now it's just really lovely and so we just had loads of drinks together and then today I didn't feel hungover I felt very tired because we went to bed really late went to bed like half three but 
I didn't drink really that much towards the end of the night. I just drank loads of water and ate loads of food. And so I felt kind of okay, which was surprising. Pleasantly surprising, to be fair. And then this morning, I was meant to watch Polar Express. Didn't watch Polar Express. Thank God they didn't start it because I would have been upset. And then we went into town. I did that TK Maxx shopping. And now I've started doing this new thing. So as I've been saying, I was like, I've been feeling a little bit little bit off recently and I don't know what it was I'm just feeling a bit like can't describe it and so I started running because I don't think I'm doing enough outside of uni and I think I need something to make my head switch off a little bit more and so I started running and I run every single day now even if it's for 10 minutes even if it's 20 minutes even if it's for five I have to go on a run every single day and I'm kind of interested in how I'm going to keep this up when I go to London but I have to keep it up so it's not an option I live near Victoria Park so maybe I'll go there but I just, I've just been feeling a bit like, mm, I needed something to kind of like grip my teeth into. And so this is why I started running every single day. And so I ran back from town today, which was really good. And I'm proud of myself for doing it because I ran this horrific route. We had this thing called the landslip in Scarborough because there was this massive hotel that fell down, which my granddad, like, it's weird. Um, But like, there's this massive hotel that fell down and crumbled and everything. And obviously, like now the area where it used to be, it's not there anymore. Nothing's there anymore. But there's just this track that goes from the top of the cliff to the bottom. And we call it the landslip because it's really, really steep because obviously it's where the landslipped. And so I ran up that today. It's like the steepest hill in Scarborough. It was horrific. This is the thing about where I live. There are so many hills. It is not a flat place to run. So I feel like learning, like running here is so much harder than running in London. So when I get to London, in my head, I think I'm going to find it really easy, which is probably not the truth. But, you know, we move. Oh, guys, I have an announcement to make. I am running a half marathon. How jokes is that? I applied when I was drunk and woke up the next day and had a little, little notification saying, oh, you're running the half marathon, congratulations. And I was like, what? What? But I'm running for my university and I'm running it for charity and I think it gives me such a good goal for next year, which is really, really exciting. And if you would like to sponsor me, I'm going to attach my link below in the next coming days. I'm going to create a Just Giving page and do that. I was going to say I'm going to attach the link below tomorrow. That would mean making it tomorrow. I don't know how hard it is to make. I'm going to attach it very, very shortly. So if you are able to give anything, even just 10p, I will be very grateful. It all goes to charity. It all goes to, I think at my university, it goes into the scholarship funds to provide like places for people to go to the school who can't afford it. So, or just who need help. I think that's where it goes. But yeah, I'm excited. I feel like it's giving me, it's not that far away. And that's also, oh, that's another reason why I need to start running again. So we're starting to run and it's going fine. It's going to be absolutely incredibly fine. Oh, Today, though, I feel very anxious when I wake up at the moment. I feel very overwhelmed with how much I have to do, and it's not that much fun. I don't feel very confident in my abilities to do well at the moment, and I think that's stopping me from doing well. So I'm working a lot mentally on that at the moment, kind of like attacking that line of thought in my head and saying, like, no, you are allowed to have time off. It is okay. This, Although you have work to do, this is a break. Like, this holiday is meant to be a break. Like, it is okay. And so I've been working on that a lot recently and I feel good about that. I feel happy that I've been working on that. And I think, like as bad as this is, I might wake up early and do a bit of work tomorrow 
whilst I'm editing the podcast, just like do a little hour, like a power hour and just get my essay finished. I am going to do that. I've decided I'm going to do that. But yeah, it's been, it's been a weird week. It's been a good week. It's just time moves so fast at the moment. I've been reflecting a lot on like how fast time has moved, especially because I was like seeing my best mate last night and seeing that we were all just chatting about like the things, the goals we have for the next year and the things we want to leave behind in 2022. And I was just thinking about how much had happened and like the different position I was in at the start of the year. It's just interesting to talk about, isn't it? It's interesting to think about how much your your life has changed and like how much will have changed by the next year going forward. Like the people, some of them, my bestest friends that I'm leaving this year with, I didn't even know it at the beginning of the year. I didn't know my housemates in London. I didn't even have a place in London to go. I hadn't been to Bali yet. I hadn't done my internship yet. There are so many things and people and places I had not gone that I have gone by the end of the year that have been some of my core memories. And I just think that's exciting. The lack of knowledge we have about what's in the future is very, very exciting. I think it's good not to know. It's good not to know what's coming. I think this is going to be the year. I want this to be my, I want it to be a really good year. I can feel, I feel like something is on the horizon. I'm excited about it. I feel very like something's coming, which is an exciting feeling to have. Like I like it. I'm like, I'm ready for it now. I feel like I've been putting in the groundwork for so long that I just feel like I'm just ready you know I just feel ready for it but I'm interested to know what your what's your word for the next year I want mine to be thriving that that is literally the thing that I always talk about like I want to be thriving in my degree I want to be thriving with the podcast I want to be thriving like mentally and socially I just want to be on the ball you know I was listening to this podcast yesterday and it was really interesting because they were saying how like the way like your headspace you are less panicked when your life is in chaos like when your life is calm then you are more panicked it's like when you have stuff to do when you feel on top of it when there's like when life at the moment is chaotic but I feel like I'm striving forward you know what I mean like although there are so many things to do I am doing so many things and I think that makes me feel like I'm moving forward and it's a really good feeling whereas I think beforehand when I had nothing to do and life was calm I didn't enjoy the feeling because I didn't feel like I was going anywhere I think there's this fine line to fab because there's like it's not good to do so much on your plate that you feel so burnt out but also just floating floating's not that much fun I tried floating and I just got really really miserable about it I don't know whether that's a digging deeper thing though it's like maybe it's because I define myself by how much I'm doing maybe I define myself by what I'm achieving at that point in time so maybe that's something to look into but I just think it's I've realized with me I need to be doing things I'm better when I'm doing things and for me doing things feeling like I'm pushing forward we're not here for long so many things have happened recently that have made me realize that we are not here forever and you need to grasp every opportunity and push yourself as hard as you can just try and say yes to so many things and just create this life like curate a life that you love And if that means doing loads of different things and feeling kind of a little bit overwhelmed, but like you're coping with it all, then that is okay. Obviously, I'm not advocating for doing so much that you're totally overwhelmed and totally anxious and it's like too much. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I think it's important to make sure that you're doing things that make you feel great. And all of these things that you're doing, they don't have to be productive things. It could be like making the time to go for a walk. It could be making the time to meet your friends for coffee. It's just like creating a life that makes you feel like you're doing things you're not just like going to work coming back watching Netflix going to work coming back watching Netflix you know especially if it's in a job that you don't love I think it's important but anyway on to the topic of this week's podcast which is my thoughts on the that girl aesthetic one of you guys asked this last week and I recorded 
the fattest reply on the question box and I was like I can't publish this it's literally a podcast episode on its own I've gone on such a tangent and so I wanted to talk about it more today because I'm just moving because my legs have gone numb um I wanted to talk about it more today because I think especially as we are all moving into that kind of as we're moving into the new year there can be this kind of like pressure or not pressure this want to change your aesthetic and go in and one of them you might be wanting is the that girl aesthetic and I just wanted to share my thoughts on it because it's something I have a love-hate relationship with and I think the hate side of it is not talked about super often so anyway if no one else finds this helpful I will find this helpful because I think it's important for me to clarify my point of view on this before we go into the new year but anyway on to the topic of this week's podcast So today we are talking about the that girl routine. So if you're not familiar with the that girl routine, you might have seen it like POV, you become a that girl or POV, you're now that girl. And the idea is it's like these girls who wake up at like 6am, they like make their bed, they eat a healthy breakfast or in their workout clothes, they go to the gym, they come back, they do all of these like tasks that they've had on their to-do list. There's like 30 different things on their to-do list and they do them all by like 7am and then they go and do their workout and then they read and they meditate and like they do all of these things it's it's like the perfect routine do you know what I mean it's this idea of becoming more self-aware about yourself becoming more kind of like striving it's like this constant strive towards perfection I guess it's kind of like it's like the perfect routine the perfect routine to set you up for success that's kind of like how I describe what the that girl routine is and it went viral this year I'd say if there's one thing to come out of this year the that girl routine is definitely one of them which has become incredibly incredibly popular and I think I think this is something to do with the fact that the content itself to watch is like quite relaxing to watch because you're seeing someone else do all these successful like productive things and it I'm kind of like in a weird way makes you feel productive it makes you on that kind of like mind path of wanting to do it and I think there are so many good things and I think the core of the that girl routine is really beneficial I think the that girl routine is something that I definitely stri- have tried to strive for at certain parts of my life this year and I've kind of come full circle with it and that's why I want to chat to it because I think there are Although it's a trend that strives for so much positivity and the core of the trend is good, I think this constant strive for perfection, this constant strive for success and achievement and commitment and dedication is unattainable. And it promotes this lifestyle that isn't always attainable. And that can be really negative because this is a type of trend that tries like in a weird way to moralize different lifestyles and because the that girl routine is not always sustainable it's not always attainable by moralizing the other lifestyle choice they're like that you had a lie-in you didn't manage to go to the gym today you ate loads of pizza the night before do you know what I mean you just lived like you just you didn't have you've been going to bed really late you went out clubbing like all of these different types of lifestyles that you can have it kind of moralizes that, that girl routine is really great. And the, these are just my thoughts, by the way. This is not fact. This is just my opinion on it. I feel like it moralizes the different trends and creates like the that girl routine is like the best one and everything else is bad. And in my head, this meant that if I wasn't like, if I'm not being super productive, if I'm not going, like if I didn't wake up and I didn't do all these things by like 9am, then I wasn't being good. Then I wasn't it got into very like a toxic mindset for me I felt like very I felt in a weird way very trapped I felt like I couldn't I didn't have any say over what was going on I didn't have any say 
in what I should be doing. It was like, that was the right decision and, and everything else was bad. And I think that was definitely a me thing. It was definitely a thing of, I was seeking, I think in a weird way, I found that this, if I was abiding by that trend, I felt validation from it because I felt like if I was doing all those things that they told me to do and they were achieving so well, then I should also achieve really good things as well. And I think, I think I'm now coming full circle with that because I don't manage to do all the things every day and it's not possible. Do you know what I mean? I think these trends are good. I think the idea, the core of the trend, the core of that girl trend, I think is positive. It is an increased self-awareness. It's an increased putting yourself first and getting to know yourself. It's doing things that support a good lifestyle. It's eating well. It's moving your body. It's drinking water. It's journaling. It's meditating. All of these things are good things. We know all of these things are good things. But I think the danger is when these things become, as I said, when they become, you have to do them all the time. And I think because I wasn't able to do them all the time, then I got into like quite like a negative mindset with myself and I'd start feeling a lot of guilt and I'd start feeling like I couldn't switch off. And if I didn't do these things, I also felt a lot of anxiety as if things were going to go wrong. Like recently, the past week or so, I've been so bad at journaling. I've been so bad at like writing out my goals. I've just been bad at all of that type of things in life because I've just been so busy and with people all the time. And I have felt really guilty at parts of that. And I think part of this is this internalized need to do that, like internalized need to feel validated from these different habits that I'm doing. Because I think that when I'm doing them, I'm in a weird way, I'm better than when I'm not doing them, which is a weird thing to unpack because I don't know why I think I'm better when I'm doing them when I'm not doing them. I guess it makes me feel like when I'm constant, I, I don't think it's like when I'm doing them, I think I'm better. I just like have a better opinion about myself because I'm striving for better things. I think maybe that's more of it to do, like more of what it's to do with. And I think at the start of the year, when I was just working, when I literally had, I would finish work, I did eight or four, I'd come back home, I could just chill. I could do anything. Like I did the podcast, but I didn't have any studying to do. I could do anything that I wanted to do, which meant I could wake up earlier. I could do this journaling and meditation. I had so much more free time. And recently, that just hasn't been the case. Starting university again has been one of the hardest things I've ever done. This course is one of the hardest things I've ever done. And I'm barely holding on. And I think I am really enjoying it and I'm loving it. And it's going great. And I don't regret starting it at all. But I think this is the thing with thinking that your routine always has to stay the exact same. I recorded a video about it and it was... I kind of came to the conclusion that the issue we have with consistency and determination, not determination, um, I can't remember the word, it begins with D, 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 mm, it's going to come, I want to say dedication, it's not, it's like commitment, it's like, I can't remember, I'm just going to carry on, but this issue we have with commitment, with staying consistent, I think it's the idea that you have to do everything a thousand percent all of the time and that that's what staying consistent is whereas in my mind I've shifted it recently from doing so I have these things that I do every day I try to do them every day sometimes I'm not going to manage to do them and that is okay I try to do them every day and if I can do even just a little bit of them then that is good and I think that's where the issue with the that girl routine can come is because a lot of these, like, you're needing to wake up two hours earlier. Well, if you have a job, like, if you're doing uni, you're getting up at, like, seven. You're doing seven till, I don't know, three at uni studying, I don't know. 
and then you have to go work a job and you're working five till ten then you have to come back it's 11 you can't be waking up then at like six or five a.m do you know what i mean you're only gonna be asleep for four hours and so i think the this is what I think about the that girl routine is like the core of it is good. And this is what I've started to realise a lot. And maybe it takes growing up and like understanding different trends and how they just cycle. When I see trends now, I look at the core of them. And this would be my big advice for you when you start to see new trends come up over this next year. Because it can be really easy to be bamboozled into doing them without really questioning why you're doing them and whether you actually want to do them. That might not work for you, that like that that routine. If you're a night owl, it's not going to work. Well, it is going to work. You're just going to have to jig it around, but that's okay. I think this is the thing, is questioning why it's a trend and digging a bit deeper. And this is what I ended up coming full circle with the That Girl routine, and it made me realise a lot more about the the importance of when you get trend, it's okay not to love all of it. You can just take out the parts that you do like. So I looked at the that girl routine, like that girl trend, and I realised I really like the increased self-awareness. This increased wanting to put yourself first, put yourself in a position where you're thriving, put these things that make you feel great first. I enjoyed that increased self-awareness. And so I was like, okay, well, from that, I'm going to incorporate that into my life. I can't wake up at five every day. I can't do that. I'm too tired at the moment. I can barely get out of bed. I'm working so hard. But that's okay because that doesn't fit into my life right now. But what I can do is I can journal a few lines before I go to bed. And I can write out my goals when I'm like, when I remember to. I I can do that. I can read a little bit. And maybe I'll start meditating on the tube. It's all about taking these kind of like aesthetics, taking these ideal lives and questioning what is ideal about them to you. What do you find so awe-inspiring about them why do you crave that lifestyle so much what is it about it that's so different from yours it's so far removed that makes you crave it so much and I think that's what's really important is fundamentally why why do you want it and once you've worked out why you want it then you can start working out ways to incorporate it into your life you can work out ways to why, why do you want that in your life what do you like about it in your life? What makes you feel good about it? And then you can start asking yourself, well, how can I add that into my life? The That Girl routine, I really liked how everyone was pushing their self-growth, or learning, was learning about themselves. How can I incorporate that into my routine? Okay, I'm going to start journaling each night. I am going to download an app and learn about myself. I'm going to go to therapy. I'm going to do, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but there's loads and loads and loads of therapy workbooks, which I'm not saying is an alternative to therapy but I used them when therapy wasn't an option because I was like I just couldn't go to therapy at that point in time it was like too expensive and everything and there are some really really great books on Amazon that they're not a therapist but they help you with that there was one on anxiety that I remember doing I was on holiday and I was having a really shit time and I was just like struggling so much and I remember I got given this like therapy book and it was like C not CBT I can't remember and it's oh well it's that type of therapy where it's like questions and like helps you work things out but it's like a workbook and you work through it and it helps you find out different things that are going on in your life I think the whole in like being self-aware and getting to know yourself more if it doesn't come easily to you then a workbook can be a really great option because they ask the questions they get you to dig a bit deeper you don't have to think of these answers like you don't have to think of these questions yourself and they give you the questions that are a bit deeper so then it really forces you to think and it forces you to grow and I think they are honestly they were really really useful it pointed out to me what the major issue was in my life and even though I didn't want to acknowledge it then eventually I did acknowledge it and I did 
change things around. But yeah, I think they're really, really brilliant. And this is the whole thing. It's taking things, taking elements of different trends and incorporating them into your life. Because if you rule your life by trends, you're not going to be happy. You're not going to be happy. It's too difficult. There's too much going on. There's too many different trends. There's too many pros, too many negatives. You're going to feel like you're constantly jumping between everything. Instead, what you need to be doing is taking a step back, looking at the trend that's coming, working out why do I like it and how can I incorporate some parts of that into my routine and realising that incorporating some of that into your routine is great. It doesn't always have to be an all or nothing approach and the all or nothing approach can be really fucking exhausting and it's going to lead to burnout because it's not... Sometimes you're going to want to go out and I don't think that's bad. I think that's part of living as I said in the life update, I've been thinking a lot recently, a lot about how we're not here forever. And I want you to enjoy yourself. And for some people that's going out, for some people that's not, there's nothing wrong with going out or not going out. What's wrong is not doing the thing that makes you happy. Some people love going out and dancing and singing with their mates. And some people absolutely fucking love getting a takeaway and watching a film together. Neither is better or worse than the other. What the important thing is, it's what makes you happy. It's what makes you smile. That's what's the important thing. And I think as long as you're incorporating those things into your life, as long as you're focusing on those things, you shouldn't let any trend define what is good or bad. It should be solely dependent on you. And I think that's what my issue with the that girl trend is, is it kind of like moralizes other trends and it creates a unsustainable idea that you're always going to be able to act in this way because guys I've tried it and I was so burnt out and I was so tired and I just couldn't do it anymore and I felt really shit because I wasn't able to do it then I realized my life is totally different from yours yeah you're able to do that you're not studying 12 hours a day and intensely studying you're not doing that so of course you can do it of course you can wake up at five of course you can do you know what I mean? I'm not saying my life is harder. I'm not saying their life is easier. I'm just saying our lives are different. Our lives are totally different. So why would your routine work for me? It's not going to work for me. But what I can do is take the things I like about your routine and fit them into my routine in a way that makes me feel good, in a way that empowers me, in a way that doesn't make me feel shit because I'm not able to do it all. Because we're only human. You can't do it all. And if you try and do it all, you're just going to end up really burnt out. And I think that's the stage I've gotten to at the moment. I'm really burnt out and it's I'm paying the price. I'm so tired and I'm motivated and that's okay because it's not for long. It is okay, it's not for long. But this is the important thing that I just want you to take away from this episode is this idea that trends are important. They're just a general part of life. It's part of society. It's part of the human population. But what you've got to do is question why a trend is there and how you can incorporate it into your life. I think that's my biggest thing on the That Girl Trend is how can you make this work for you and then make it work for you? Like question how can it work and then make it work. You don't have to do everything fully prescriptive as the way it tells you. But anyway, I'm rambling now. But yeah, on to the questions for this week's topic. Okay, I'm very quickly moving on to the topic of this week's podcast. So let's see. What is your that girl routine? So I would probably say that mine is I try and wake up around like 
7.30a every day, then I try, I don't have like an order, this is the thing that I'm really struggling with at the moment, I think I have so much to do that I'm literally like rolling out of bed and just like, I need to start writing my essay, like I need to go, and I think I should have a more of a buffer between them, because I think it makes me feel like I don't really have a life, because I literally open my eyes and I'm like writing an essay straight away, and so I think I'm going to move my journaling into being in the morning, because at night time I'm really tired and I want to go to bed, and I think I struggle with that then, so I think I'm going to move my writing my goals and my gratitude list to the morning and then keeping my kind of journaling general journaling for the end of the day because I really like that as a way to kind of like decompress if that makes sense and then obviously I'm going to start running I'm like running every day I've got a good little running streak going so I'm keeping on with that I think movement for me outside is really important so that's kind of like I guess part of my like that girl routine going on and I'm really trying to prioritize sleep so I think eight hours of sleep is what I need at the moment and that's what I'm trying to work on is getting that up to scratch and everything else I'm trying to read as much as I can and I'm trying to do eat as healthy as I can I am trying so I think slowly and surely I'll get there but I think that's what it is at the moment how to deal with food guilt around Christmas I did a podcast on food having morals so yeah just a little trigger warning I'm going to talk about um food issues around eating not eating disorders directly but kind of disordered eating if that makes sense um so if this topic isn't right for you then please just skip like a few minutes and I'll move past this question but yeah just a little trigger warning for you if you are not comfortable listening to this type of topic I don't want it to be triggering for anyone um but I think it's an important one to talk about so food guilt around Christmas I have been really really lucky that my mum has never really like she's has a very healthy relationship with food and I think I have a very healthy I think I've struggled a lot with having food guilt around Christmas and having like seeing certain foods as good and certain foods as bad but I think one of the ways that I'm kind of coping with food guilt around Christmas is like this narrative of we don't we're not here forever it's not gonna matter it's not gonna matter so if that food's going to make me happy and I want to eat it, then I'm going to eat it. It's like silly little things. Like I mentioned to my mum that I wanted to have a hot chocolate station and she got us a hot chocolate, like she got us mini marshmallows and whipped cream and hot chocolate powder. And my little sister was like, oh, should we make hot chocolates together? And so we made hot chocolates together and I squirted like the cream in her mouth and I put it all in the hot chocolates. And I was like, I'm going to eat it and I'm going to really enjoy it because this right now is a memory. This is a memory that I'm creating. So why wouldn't I eat it? Like, do you know what I mean? I'm not going to hold back on things that are going to be... I think food is such an integral part of Christmas that I don't want to miss out on any memories because we're here for such a brief period of time and you don't know how long you've got left with the people around you. And so that... I Like, I try and zoom out. I think that's how I deal with, like, food going and feel like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that. Like, I feel guilty about it. Is zooming out. Is realising that the world is bigger than me eating an extra mince pie the world is bigger than me having 10,000 Terry's chocolate oranges. It's bigger than that. There's bigger things to think about. There's bigger issues going on. I'm so lucky to be here. I'm so lucky to be healthy. I'm so lucky to have such a lovely family around me. I'm so lucky that I don't want to not make these memories with these people. And so I think that's it. Zooming out for me is that's how I deal with it. I think that's how I deal with food guilt and deal with that kind of thing in my life I think I zoom out and I focus on the bigger picture and that's helped me a lot 
what's your favourite Christmas memory? Oh, right, I have. So my family do Christmas quite intensely. Like, Christmas is a big deal in my house. Big deal. We have so many different things. Like, there's so many different traditions that we have that are so important. But I have this one core memory of we're in my old house and we, like burn our we threw, our letters had gone up the chimney because we always put our letters up the chimney on Christmas Eve the letters have gone up the chimney and they're there and like we were running around the house and all of a sudden we run to like my parents window and we see like this flashing light flashing light and then we hear like like this like um like horses on the roof we can hear them like really far away and me and my sisters are literally screaming like screaming I'm like oh my god he's here he's because we'd always track him on NORAD like all I don't know if you guys did the Santa tracker but we'd always track Santa on NORAD so I'd know exactly where he was and he was in the UK I could hear this like tapping and stuff and then I saw like this light flashing in the distance and it looked like a sleigh and reindeer because I was a very imaginative kid and I was like I have seen him I have seen him. I screamed. I screamed so loud. And I was like, he's here. We need to go to bed. And just running into bed and literally sat under my covers, hyperventilating because I was like, oh my God, he's literally 10 doors away right now. And he is coming. He is coming. I think it's that level, that like that level of excitement. It's like nothing else I can describe. Like, Christmas is such a massive thing in my household and Father Christmas in particular is such a massive thing and I was just like that level of excitement like I wish I could bottle it up and just like experience it when I'm feeling down because it is like the it's so great and I think that's I think that's one of my favorite memories I think of how magical it all felt like it genuinely felt incredibly magical as cringy as that sounds I don't love making goals as I feel pressured so manifestations for 2023 I know what you mean about goals it feels like it's a you thing rather than a thing that could happen so I get what you mean about them wanting to make manifestations instead so I think my manifestations for this next year are I really want to write a book I really want to write a book I haven't really spoken about this much I have so many ideas I really want to write a book but that would be such a great goal. I'd really like You've Got Mail to become a thing of its own. I would really like... I might do an episode on this on its own, like my goals for the next year. That's probably going to be next week's episode, so I'm not going to go into it too much, but my biggest one is You've Got Mail to become established. I want to get really good grades in all of my exams and like pass my degree. I want to get my first job, like proper job in my career. And yeah, I want to write a book. That's it so far. I feel very like positive about 2023 though. I feel like it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be a good year. I'm excited to see what I am at this point next year. Okay. Any advice for low mood and motivation? I want to try and have a more positive mindset. (sighs) It's been a rough week this week. I can tell you that. I think it's realizing that you can have rough weeks. That doesn't dictate everything. Like it's okay to have rough weeks is what I'm trying to say. It's okay to struggle with these things. It's okay and it's normal and we all struggle. Like you're not on your own in it whatsoever. I think my advice for low mood and motivation, I've really struggled with it this week and this is why I started running every day. I'm not suggesting you run every day, but I'm suggesting switch it up. So I've been doing the same thing day in, day out and I felt like I just needed to change. I just needed something else going on. Like I just felt so like claustrophobic with everything and so I've started running every day 
and I'm feeling already a lot better. I'm not saying running and exercise is a cure for these things, but I'm saying they have so many beneficial parts, like effects on your life that it can be a really good way to switch things up. So and you don't have to become like a gym bro type thing. I'm not saying you have to go to the gym for 5,000 hours. You could join like a yoga class. You could start going for a walk in the morning. You could stretch before you go to sleep. Any type of thing that shakes your routine up a bit, I think makes me feel more motivated because I think I tend to feel motivated, like loss of motivation when I feel like I'm in a rut. And to get out of a rut, you need to switch things up a bit. So that's what I would do. And I think switching things up a bit makes you feel more motivated. And if you're switching up with like a type of moving your body, that improves mood because of the serotonin that you release and the endorphins that you release through movement. So I think I think that's what advice I'd give. Don't worry, don't put too much pressure on yourself. We're all struggling at the moment. It's the winter blues, isn't it? It's not too fun. But I think shaking your routine up and having different things to focus on really, really helps. How do you deal with friendship breakups? Friendship breakups are so shit. Friendship breakups are so fucking hard. I think, first off, giving yourself compassion and realising that you're allowed to find this hard. This is hard. It's one of the hardest things you're going to go through. It hurts just as much as a real-life breakup with a relationship. Well, in a way, you are losing a relationship, aren't you? I think it's weird that we think we have to get through these things so fast. It is so hard. But I promise you, you will find other people that made that makes you feel as great as that person made you feel. You will find other people who make you feel as brilliant. I think a lot of the issues that we have with like a friendship breakup is our world caves in because they were our worlds, and a lot of things can kind of like lay on their shoulders maybe they're the person you always do things with or whatever but I promise you you will find other people and it will be okay you will find so many other great people and there's a reason it didn't work out and I think also in dealing with friendship breakups breakups whatever really is taking off the rose tinted glasses and asking yourself why did it not work and being honest with yourself about why it didn't work because I think a lot of the kind of struggling with breakups is thinking you lost something which you didn't actually lose because you never have it in the first place. You're creating like an idealistic version of the thing that you've lost. And that's not what you had. It's being honest with yourself about what you actually have and what you've actually lost and focusing on the ways that this is going to benefit you. It's going to open up so many doors. When you lose someone, it gives so many more opportunities to meet new people. So I think dealing with a friendship breakup, first step, I would recommend like writing down a list of all the good things about your guys' relationships and things you're grateful for happening. It can be, like, memories or things you learn, like, really core things that you're like, I'm so glad that I had you because I learned this from it. And then writing 10 different things that make you realise why you're glad you lost them. 10 things about your friendship that weren't great, that weren't the one, that, like, made you feel shit, that made you realise that the friendship should end. And then thinking of a few different ways for you to meet more people or a few different ways for you to fill your time. Maybe set yourself a goal. Maybe you want to start reading more. Maybe you want to start running like I'm running. Maybe you can join me and run every single day. Like it's finding different things to set your mind to and focus on. And by focusing on these other things, you're not going to focus on what you're missing as much. And then life becomes so much easier. But anyway, on to the new things that I've done this week. Also, all of these questions are just my opinions. I am by no means a qualified professional. This is just the advice that I would give my best mate. So we're just gonna, just, just, just like a little disclaimer, just in case, you know. 
So on to the new things that I've done this week. So this week has been like, honestly, running every day has been the biggest new thing that I've done and I'm loving it at the moment. I've also, I've just noticed such a good shift in my mood, such a good shift in how I'm acting and how I'm being. And so that's been a really positive thing. I've also, new things I've done this week, I've let myself have a bit of like a break in the terms of routine and everything. Running every day has been great, but I've like, I haven't been too good about journaling and I'm going to start on that again. And out of the corner of my eye, I have just seen the magic. So I'm going to do that in January, I think. You guys can all join me if you want to do it. I've never done it completely. Secret. I'm not going to tell anyone else this, but like, I've never fully done it. I've done, I've always got to the same point And every single time I get to that point and I'm like, I don't want to carry on anymore. And so I'm going to do that as another new thing I've done this week. Also... I've just done a lot of like, oh my god, I've done so much this week and I've just forgotten about it. I forgot how many like, me, I've just had like a social time. It's Christmas Eve tonight and it's Christmas Day tomorrow and I've just done like a lot of social things and being with family and friends and it's been very wholesome and I've enjoyed it. I realised that when I come home, it's really important for me to see my family because I don't see them that much when I'm away. And so I really, really enjoy that kind of like quality time, you know? But anyway, it's Christmas Eve, it's half ten at night and I need to go downstairs, but I hope you are all having the best week, the best week, and I hope you have the best Christmas day and I cannot wait to speak to you for the final episode of 2022. If it is at all possible, if you can leave, if you can like leave a little rating or review it's so helpful and helps so many people find me and if you are able to subscribe to the podcast that massively helps me too because it boosts the numbers on the analytics and it just helps more people find me thank you for listening and make sure you're following me on you've got mail underscore pod on tiktok and on instagram and if you have any questions then or anything you want to say about the episode then please a little respond to the question box that you can see on spotify but yeah i hope you're having the best week and i can't wait to speak to you for the final episode of 2022 i love you and thanks for listening bye